0: You're listening to audio provided by Valleydale Church. To find more resources or to donate to this ministry, please check out valleydale.org.
1: And like going to shake oh, someone's yeah. hand and they're already picking up your kid or something yeah, like that. Yeah. People all about, great, we're going live. We're on? We're, on? we're going live. Well, Can you I it? am
0: sorry. I made us late. I apologize for that. But I, know. I had... I had, I had a breakfast meeting with the Scott the Dawson. The Scott Dawson. Wow, that's quite a name drop there. You brother. know, the Scott Dawson and Hunter, and Barry yes, was there. We were like, hey, men, listen, Valleydale, on Father's Day, it's we've got great. a breakfast lined up for y'all. Scott Dawson's going to yeah. be speaking, and then Scott and Hunter will be preaching that day, the two, the that's Father, the Son. So, so, both ministers, yeah. So guys, you need to. Mar- I know that's a month away, but you need to put it down on your calendar and bring somebody with you that day.
1: Yeah, I think that's gonna. that, that is gonna be good. I'm looking forward to the breakfast. So, uh, but, that,
0: but they didn't make me late. Well, it was traffic. the traffic. I'm good you, man. night. What is going on?
1: I don't know. Maybe Joanna. Should Did get anybody on the else that have and tell
0: us what's going on? Where were you? I was on 26. I left Cracker Barrel, coming up 26, and it was just like, boom, stop. You know, f- you three lanes, 65, four
1: lane, sixty five. You said, 26. yeah. I just,
0: I thought I'd cut up there and oh. could quickly get okay, down and okay. off, and it was just, I don't know if they've had a wreck up there or what. I hope was,
1: everybody's okay.
0: Yeah, but anyway, get I made us late. I apologize. I'm sorry. Good old
1: Cracker Barrel. Do you have a go to when you go to Cracker Barrel? Do You get like the biscuits ever? Or what? What do you get? Mama's the biscuits breakfast. and gravy. Mama's breakfast. What is in the mama's pancake breakfast? A
0: couple of eggs, grits, or hash browns. Yankee potatoes or grits, you know, southern.
1: That sounds really good. So
0: I get two eggs over medium, grits, Mm -hmm. sausage. And then they bring you some pancakes. I'm I got, glad my wife's not listening to that.
1: I got. Oh, yeah, there, there's no chance that she wants to hear any of this. Is, does she ever watch the podcast? Oh, every Monday. Oh, does she really? Yeah. Oh, later, okay. not live. Oh, she right. watches it later. Well, Miss De- Debbie, go easy on it. Yeah. You can't order anything but that stuff when you're at Cracker Barrel. I, I didn't eat all of them. I just ate around the edge. Yes, got the egg white. I got around the... I ordered a salad one time at Cracker Barrel, and I thought that the waitress... And the person I was with were going to punch me in the face. Really? Well, it was just like there was just it was like spiritual oppression entered the room. I was like, Yeah, I think I'm going to have a salad with some chicken on it. And they just said, What's wrong with you?
0: Yeah.
1: I went I went to lunch with Rick Burgess a while back, and Uh I got a salad. And Uh I looked up after I made my order. I just looked up at him, and I'd never seen a look of just such utter disdain, disappointment.
0: (laughs) Every time I eat with Burgess, it's barbecue. We're going, you know, it's barbecue and it's fried okra and it's
1: beans and the whole thing, the whole smear. Yeah, man, he (laughs) gives me such a hard time. I like salads. I don't know. I like I like I don't like feeling so weighed down after I eat. You know what I mean? But I, well was, look at how skinny you are. Well so we well we got to keep you rolling cuz you just had a big a really big breakfast. I did. You had a lot to to go through yesterday with the I message. did. I
0: know I used a lot of scripture. Whenever you do I love it
1: when you do that.
0: You can do, you know, people number 1 most people, not even preachers know what real exposition is and um, topical preaching is what is most popular in the pulpit. It is not the best type of preaching, but you, when I, when you use a topic like love, you know, it's hard to be in just one passage. Yeah. So I use multiple passages to look at the fruit of the spirit, which is love, um, starts there. Yeah. So I, I went to Paul's definition. Yep of love in in Ephesians chapter 5, 1 and 2.
1: Right, that was our reading. And yep. then
0: I went to Ephesians 3, and then I went to 1 John, which has an awful lot to say about love.
1: It really does. 1 John's very black yeah. and white about Chapter those 4
0: things. and chapter 3 and Colossians 3. So there were all the passages that I used yesterday if people were
1: wondering. You said you were, you were flipping around, and you were like, I know I'm flipping around right now, but you're they're like, this is what we preach from, yeah, so there yeah. you go. And you said you, you had some crack about preaching from Time Magazine. Is Time Magazine still in print?
0: No, it's not. Isn't that something? And it ought to be completely off the air, uh, the, <laughs> what you call it,
1: internet anyway. So. Oh, my my goodness. But any anyway. Life, I anyway. remember when Life Magazine ended yeah. and Time Magazine. Did you just
0: see 1950. Was it
1: 19... Oh, is that what you tweeted about? The 65. 65. 1965 Life
0: magazine had an incredible picture for 1965 of a baby in the womb. I forget how... First trimester anyway.
1: Yeah, 18 weeks. I just read it a minute ago. Okay. Well, you remember it better than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was fascinating because that was... I think that was coincident with the release of that Miracle of Life book from the Swedish photographer... Yes. I can't remember what his name is. Somebody looked that up. I think his last name was Nielsen, and he was the first one to do this macro photography. He was using like an electron microscope, and somehow he was taking these pictures in the womb. Yeah, and this was happening in the 1960s, which of course it was kind of a, it was kind of a breakthrough because almost R- really. Because up until that point, they didn't really know much about what that looked like before, you know, the the baby started moving. And you're like, okay, well, there's a live baby in there. They didn't really know what was yeah. too much about what was going on. That changed everything. Well,
0: it's kind of interesting because if you get back to Psalm 139, David had a great, um, he, he gives a great accounting of what is in the womb back in Psalm 139 when he says that we are... Fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And secret, uh, if you secret. look at that, he had no, no way of knowing other than divine inspiration what in the world was going on in the womb. But so read Psalm 139. It's a, it's a great word yep. um, out of God's word about life in the
1: womb. I'm glad that you made the appeal to Scripture because, you know, obviously there's this whole thing with, the, you know, the abortion conversation in, in society right now. But also yesterday was Mother's Day, yes. you know, and, and so that was important to, uh, to, to point out. And you, you had that. This really wasn't part of the, the message, but you had that quick word about, like, how, yes, life in the womb is human life, and yeah. you don't need to appeal to the science. You can appeal to Scripture and look yeah. at what Scripture yeah. says about it. Well, you helpful. know,
0: science has shown that life begins at. Conception, of course. Um, wh- what else would it be? I mean, I don't know of anybody that you know. They, they You can call it a mass of sales, You can call it what. It every single time becomes a person. It is a person. Doesn't make it. But every single time, it does. It's not a toaster oven that eventually comes <laughs> oh my out. Goodness. It's it's always a life. So, you know, the whole argument to me and yet this is in a generation that is constantly saying, "Well, follow the science, follow the science." Oh my goodness. And now we've got science saying that, you know, you you may be 52 different genders here, you know. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs>
1: Pastors throwing the fire out here early on a Monday morning. It's really
0: amazing to me that we consider the most intelligent people in our society today to be doctors and scientists, and and what they are shoveling out to us is just a bunch of baloney.
1: It's a scary thing. I was reading in our in my D group, um, which we we meet early on Monday mornings. And we were studying 2 Timothy chapter 3, and mm-hmm. that's the one where Paul really goes on this rant. He says, for in the latter days, there yeah. will come these idolaters yeah. and uh, prideful people, mm-hmm. um, arrogant people, all, all of this. And then at the end, he talks about how they are always learning, but never able to ascertain the truth. That's exactly right. And that's, that's all I could think of is just where we are right now is people think if I have enough letters either before or after my name, then that means that I can speak the truth. But, you know, here's, here's what the truth. That's exactly right.
0: You know, when you get to that first verse there in second Timothy three, realize this in the last days, difficult times will come. Amen. That word difficult right there is in the Greek. It means demoniacal. It was the same word used to describe the gathering demoniac.
1: Really? Yes, demoniacal times will come. That's that's the day we live in. Well, no one is refuting that, but Lord willing, um, we can pierce the darkness with uh, preaching. The God. You know, I tell you that there's one thing. Well, I'll have to ask you about that later because you didn't preach on Second Timothy 3, but I'll ask you a question about that later. Maybe I'll ask it to you at the very end and people can have some bonus minutes here at the okay. end of the, right. the podcast. But we need to go back and talk about this uh, this message of love that... That you gave us no. yesterday. I guess before we dive all the way in, I should say thanks to uh, Josh Pike and to Pierce for, for letting us get back on the air this week. You know, we thought we were going to be gone for a while, but Pike came into my office this past week and he was like, you're overreacting to this. We know how to make everything happen, even with Brody being gone. I
0: thought they were smarter than they let on to
1: be. Yeah. I thought they were. Pray, they just the didn't want us to know it. That's right. Well, now we know. So we we're know just going to give them a lot more work to do. So you guys are welcome. <laughs> uh you talked to you were talking about love now at, at the beginning now we've and I, I was glad you said this if you've been at a baptist church for more than three months you've heard of agape love yeah. <laughs> that was really funny agape, love. Agape? agape i love agape love here's the thing there's a there's more than one term in greek to yeah. describe love which is different yeah. from english we just have one word love yeah, yeah. um and but So it's interesting because you talked about four terms, we hear about eros, obvi- obviously that's the you know sexual love. I didn't realize that that's not in the New Testament at all. Mm-mm. It doesn't. But, so people still talk about that. I imagine it was in like contemporary Greek texts of the time, like yeah. it was part of Koine yeah. Greek, that yeah. sort of thing.
0: Yeah. And so was the word agape, not used very often at all, but occasionally in extra biblical material, It'll the word up. agape was used. It it was the word that was co-opted by the New Testament writers and given a very specific type of meaning. Uh, Oh, I see, I see. So the word was there, but, I mean, it's it's not a word that the Holy Spirit made up. He uses our language. He used that language, but he took a word that was very rarely ever used. However, it was a word. And the New Testament comes and imprints that word, with this concept of this is what God's love looks like, agape love.
1: And is that the word that is listed then in uh, Galatians chapter five? Yes. So it the is. fruit of the spirit is agape love. So right, help us right. re- review that with us. Like what? That's that's the love in Christ.
0: That's it's the kind of love that God has for humanity. It's the love that that you read about in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I made this comment because I I was thinking about, I was reading something the other week, and I can't remember now what it was, but this whole thing of where there are those who understand God as being a wrathful, uh, mean, vindictive uh, deity and that Jesus Christ changed God's mind. I was really glad you addressed um, this. Yeah. And there's an entire denomination that really buys into that thought process and says there is a change, that uh, that God changes. You know, no, go, Well, number one, the Word of God says God never changes. James chapter 1. God never hated us. God does hate sin. And that's why Paul comes in Ephesians 5, and he says, be imitators of God as beloved children. Walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us. And you follow these passages through, and you're going to see that this love, that God is love. That's what John says. So don't ever think that the God of the Old Testament is different from the God of the New Testament. He's not. Uh, he's the same God who sent his son. He loved man enough to send his son well, to Well, and die. that
1: was always his plan. Yeah. Yes, you know? it was. And I think, from the foundation of the earth. I think it's in Hebrews where we most clearly read that he looked ahead. Yeah. Like in Old Testament times, he's looking ahead to the sacrifice of Christ. People are still justified by faith. Right. And that was all because of his love that he has for. people. That's right. So, I, and that's an important word I feel like for the church right now because we're still in our daily Bible reading plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think I, I need to look at. I didn't read. This, uh, read the, my daily Bible reading this morning. I can't remember if we're still in Nehemiah. Hey, I'm freely admitting I this. Think, i think I'm so. I think, I
0: think we are. I, think I haven't we're still looked in at Nehemiah. it this morning either. So um, we're confessing here.
1: Which I, You know, I wanted to use a text from Nehemiah this past uh, this past Sunday, but I couldn't find one that, that synced up as well with what yeah. you were doing. So I just read from Ephesians. So sorry, Pastor Barry, I didn't read from the daily Bible reading plan yesterday. It was a really good day, though, yesterday.
0: I hope so. I,
1: I, I hope you know baptisms the whole thing
0: yeah yeah we did we had 3 baptisms just yes- no yeah 3 baptisms yep. yesterday yep and
1: uh uh oh it's a, yeah. Joanna and, the,
0: and the life group started in Esther
1: no, which I had, oh okay life group started in yeah, Esther did, and we the daily said? bible revival. in okay. Esther oh, okay in, okay got it yeah
0: life group started um they they started in Esther i had a i had one of the Teachers of the young marriage who said, hey, we started after it really helped us. You know, you'd gone through it, I preached through it sometime
1: back. They've got to pick up all the stuff you left. Yeah, yeah.
0: they do. They will. They'll clean <laughs> it up.
1: <laughs> I tell you, it, 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 we laugh about it like, well, you know, that was preached last year, so we don't need to study again. Well, of course you need to study again. Yeah, all really? this stuff for me. I mean, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm the chief of sinners so often. I'll, I will write stuff down. I will take notes, and I will yeah. still. Yep. Just it will go in one ear and out the other. Even the second Timothy, like I brought up earlier, I studied that last year with a different D group, and this year it just seems so fresh. Well, every different. time
0: you come, well, that's why it's living and active yeah. and sharper than a two edged sword. Every time you come to a path, you, you, if, if the Holy Spirit leads you,
1: reveals a little bit more, a little bit more the next time. That's absolutely right. I wanted to talk about uh, going back to the, the fruit of the Spirit. So you, you, you've you already kind of taken us back through how you accomplished this, different defini- the different apostles they're writing, sort of their yeah. subtly different definitions of love. I thought that was really helpful. And then you just talked a little bit about the nature of the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to come back for a minute to this concept of the fake fruit. Like so often people walk around and it's like they're trying to make yeah. this fruit happen they 're trying to look like they 're bearing good fruit, and yeah. it is just exhausting to well, them.
0: I think we do that a lot, and i 'm not saying you people out there i i 've done it before oh, me too yeah. I think we catch I think we do it so much that it's that we don 't even think about it. you know, am I allowing Christ to love through me? am I walking in the spirit, uh, which is what Paul says in Galatians is going to produce fruit in you? Or am I going around just kind of faking, you know, Hmm. the joy today? Am I going around faking, you know, that I love everybody today?
1: Well, isn't there some element, though, of like acting yourself into a way of feeling? Like there's a discipline element there,
0: There there is to an extent, yes. Um, I talk about that. Uh, with preachers, a lot of time you don't feel like getting up and studying, or you don't feel like going to the hospital and doing visitation, or going to the nursing home, or something like that. You know, I just say, do it. And in the midst of doing it, that feeling, don't let your feelings drive you. However, this whole thing of, for example, love. Um, but it's based out of a really a pride. I want right. people to think yeah, that I am more spiritual than I am. You know, like, so I've got to act a certain way instead of walking in the spirit and letting Christ produce that in you. Yeah, it seems like that, that... it's hard because we've got. I talked about this last. Uh, yesterday was a week ago. The flesh in the spirit. We're going to have this flesh until we either die. Or Christ comes back,
1: maybe oh Lord. and
0: that battle goes on. you know you, we constantly go back to Paul in Romans seven, Oh, wretched man that I am mm-hmm. you know the good I want that I want to do i don 't do what i don 't want to do is what i 'm doing, so we all are guilty of walking around faking this thing from time to time
1: It definitely happens that way. I think you just I, I think you just helped me with it 's really that motivation piece, mm-hmm. right, like I can act myself into a way of feeling because, well, Lord, I know that I know that you've told me to do this. I want to be more like Christ. I don't feel like doing it, but I'm going to do it because I love you, and that's what I'm going to do yes. it. That's totally different than just being like, ah, well, I'm going to see. I want to impress somebody. Yeah, I'm going to see Joanna today. I really want her to think that, like, I'm a loving person and a peaceful person and all this, so I'm just going to clench my fists and just yeah. try to be better so that people think I'm good. Yeah,
0: and you do that, and you eventually get frustrated at it. Yeah. It frustrates you. Because you, you're going to slip.
1: You can't do it all you're yourself. You're
0: going to reveal, you know, really what's down in the heart. What comes out of the mouth reveals what's in the heart. And um, you're going to get exhausted. It exhausts you yeah. trying to keep up a front.
1: Well, and then, it's, and then that, in a sense, is not nourishing to other people. You had that cool illustration of you planted this orange tree. The orange looks perfect, yeah. but yeah. you cut it. It's dry on the inside. It's blighted. That doesn't nourish you at all. No. It looks nice. Does that help you? It's sickening
0: looking. You know, when you get to the inside, it's sick looking. You know, if we could see ourselves Mm. as God sees our hearts, it probably would make us sick to our stomach. Uh, That's why we're desperately in need of walking in the spirit every day.
1: It sounds like that's going to be a theme that's going to continue with all these messages. Well, I I
0: had not planned it that way, but it probably will work out. The other thing that I said about it is all of these other gifts of the Spirit really are dependent or built on love. You know, it's hard to have joy if you don't have love. It's hard to have peace if you don't have love. Hard to have patience, kindness, you know, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control— if love isn't there. And I think that's why Paul lists that first, that all these others are based on that. That's why he comes in Colossians, you know, and he kind of goes through uh, another list of the fruit of the spirit. And and then he comes down and he says, but um, beyond all these things, put on love. It's the basic thing. That operates the rest of the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit operates the gifts. The fruit of love makes possible the other fruit. Say that again. The
1: fruit of the spirit. Operates
0: you know, I said that gif- uh, that that you have. You know, I talked about people that are gifted. Every Christian has gifts, right, right, but not every Christian is bearing uh, fruit, right, right, right. And I talked about how the fruit is the handle that works the gift of the spirit. Um, you've, I've seen people, you've seen people who are extremely gifted, but they aren't bearing fruit and they're operating, they're using their gifts in the church, but it's not being effective or it is, it is in some cases they are offsetting the gifts because they're not kind, they're not gentle, they're not loving, they're not peaceful, you know, they use the gift in an attempt to manipulate and do what they want to do Scary but the stuff. but the fruit is what operates that makes the it makes the gift operational we would say successful i hate yeah. to use that term well so a, where where was i going with that oh and so in that sense I, I look at love and
1: love is what
0: makes really possible the bearing of this other yes. fruit
1: well, and that makes sense because you you could do another Paulian cross reference where you get the famous love passage in one Corinthians thirteen. You know, he really, he really tries to drive home the point that this is uh, that this is foundational yeah. to the yeah. Christian walk yeah. is love, love for others. One yeah.
0: Corinthians thirteen.
1: Yeah. So we could, I mean, I I guess circling back a little bit to the you know because we we had a little bit of the the um, conversation you know, swirling around abortion and all these other things like. If we're gonna engage in those conversations at all, it has to be from a place of love. Sure. And and, and yeah. charity, charity to other people. So don't go yelling at people this week. Be kind. You always say be sweet to people. Yeah, be sweet. Be sweet. Anything else you want to hit before we talk about next week? Mm-mm. So where are we going? Oh, you're joy, going to joy. And joy, Pastor joy. Barry's preaching that one. Joy. He'll be
0: he'll be preaching on joy. I'm going to preach my best friend's retirement um, next week, this coming Sunday. Brother Rick uh, Byrd. Yeah, Rick Byrd up at uh, Cornerstone in Greensboro. So should I,
1: Should we sing Joy to the World? Joy, yeah. yeah. I'm really tempted Jeremiah to throw that. Jeremiah. What's the book? Oh, yeah, Joy to, they do sing Joy, Joy to the World. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we throw in this week? We could do the old VBS song. I came got out the when the I was joy, in junior joy, high. Joy, can you joy, believe that? Down in my heart. Oh, wow. Were you even born then? <laughs> when you were in junior high? I don't think so, sir. <laughs> I think you've got a good 30 years on me. Oh,
0: gosh. I was in junior high when they came out with Jeremiah, was, Jeremiah a was a bullfrog. I'll
1: have to listen. Maybe we'll listen to that one later. Oh, that's right. I was going to ask you about something because we had bonus minutes, but we started late. Okay. should I it's still ask second, you about it second, second timothy, timothy three so we're in the, we're in bonus land now. If you stuck around this long and you want an even yeah. more scriptural okay. conversation, this okay. is the secret way that i uh get pastor to talk to me every week is' just pointing a camera at the okay. both of us. what do i i am going to tell you what I think, and then you tell me whether I'm right or if I'm completely wrong because it's second Timothy three mm-hmm. he talks about all these all these bad things mm-hmm. that these people do boastful arrogant slanderous, disobedient to parents all this holding to a form of godliness, although they've denied its power. And then he says, the next phrase is, avoid such people as these. And obviously, it's a scriptural command. We got to listen to it. And yet there's this element of, well, if all of these bad things are happening, you still want to love these people. You still want to share the gospel with these people. But the cross-reference I went to was Luke chapter 10, where... Jesus says, um, if people deny the gospel shake and the dust, off, shake your the dust yeah. off your feet, it sounded similar to that mm-hmm. um i I'm just trying to figure out like what the right treatment of this this text is i didn't I didn't do a lot of deep study, but I was well you know there
0: are there are a number of passages. Somebody really kind of you know called this out to me the other week, and I'm trying to recapture that in my mind on twitter um when I said, you just need to avoid, I, I remember what it is, angry people, mad people, you know, um, av- you know, just avoid them. Well, there, there's your verse right there. I never <laughs> responded to them, but there's your verse right there. Right. You know, do I share Christ? Well, sure you share Christ with them. When they come up to you, are you nice? Are you kind? Well, sure you're nice and kind to them. You're, you're to be that. What you don't do is you don't go and try to make them your best friend or you don't turn to them for judgment calls and decisions in your
1: life. I see. Uh,
0: You don't, you know, you don't make dinner dates on a consistent basis. Uh, You know, Proverbs will tell you, you you need to you need to be wise to those that are foolish. Now, the word fool would be angry, mad, silly, stupid. Go just go look up the word fool in the Old Testament. You begin to run down yeah, this the list synonyms, of things. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is you don't go and you seek them out as counselors. You you seek them out as you know. I I, I had this is no joke. I had there was a a young guy, a, a younger guy in a in, in a church, in really in the first church I was in, who was was never really happy. Never really you know he he was. Always complaintive, always upset, yeah. always something. Never would really become involved in things. And I had some guys who said, "Well, let's go take and make him. Let's put him on the finance committee." And in doing that, you know, they, they're thinking, "Oh, well, he'll be a part, and he'll like." I said, yeah, "Guys, you're." They did it,
1: oh, and wow. it turned
0: into disaster. And I said, "You never take somebody who has poor judgment." uses yeah. um, nothing but angry, you know, communication all the time and put them in a position thinking that the position is going to turn them into something. Yikes. So you avoid them. I, I never responded to the person on Twitter about that, but, you know, they all oh, well, don't you want to reach out and minister to them? It, ministering to them is one thing. Right, right. But you avoid them in the sense that you don't look, for them to have discernment. You don't look for them to have an answer.
1: You don't look to them for judgment calls and for decisions. Well, and there's a good cross-reference, even a couple verses up the column here, because Paul's also saying, hey, uh, refuse foolish and ignorant speculations, knowing that they produce quarrels, you know, or that other translations like irreverent silly myths, that sort of thing. So like in the Lord's Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, Yep. But be kind to all. So, like, be as kind as you can be without it turning into a quar- quarrel. And at yep. that point, you better back away, well, I guess. Well,
0: you know, the thing to do is stay out of arguments with them. And yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something else. Obsessive, compulsive people. Oh, yeah. Lord, don't ever get into <laughs> some kind of argument with them or you've got them for the rest of your life. You, you, you have them on be- Twitter and Facebook forever going after you. Oh, well, be, be careful, know. Pastor. We so don't want to the, offend the The other OCP thing I would community. say is this, as Proverbs says, um, you know, answer not a fool according to uh. his folly, lest you become like him. Yikes. That's why you avoid angry people, upset people, people that can never be happy or satisfied, people who have made a misery of their own life. And they'd like everybody else to be miserable as well.
1: Well, that's why we pray for them.
0: Yep, we do.
1: Well, I've kept you too long and I've kept our Facebook friends too long, but thanks for being back with us this week. And uh, we're going to see you. You'll be back in town for next week? Will be back by next Monday?
0: Uh, no, I won't be. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I, I'll well, talk Joanna to,
0: will sit in, and she will fill you in on okay. all of that. Okay, that'll be
1: great. <laughs> that'll be
0: great. Okay.
1: Yeah, Barry, that's Barry, right. We'll, we'll bring <laughs> Barry in here. We'll bring will Barry. Well, she
0: answered that mighty fast. <laughs> <laughs> huh?
1: She's the comms director. She's very oh, good well. at communication. All right, ready to go to another meeting? I, Pastor yeah, Jeff's back I'm, in town. I know.